Welcome to the Randy Savagery Show. We're about to get into it. So, first and foremost, headline on the news today. Bum, bum, wanted to talk about a double homicide that happened in Oakland County. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Born and raised, my home city. I think it was specifically Charter Township, actually, because it was in Clarkston, but... Woman commits double homicide, murdering her boyfriend and her brother. Now, this was a... This one was a doozy and a tragedy because um, I actually knew the boyfriend, not personally, okay, but I saw the boyfriend every single day of my life because it's uh, they worked at a gas station that I would frequently go to, all right, and, you know, the young woman that committed the murder, she was a registered firearm owner. She was the registered firearm owner of three different pistols. It was two nine millimeters and one thirty eight. Uh, the brutal homicide was committed in a tragic fashion in an apartment complex, painting the walls with the blood of her blood brother and also her lover. So the most interesting part of this story, ladies and gentlemen, is not that, you know, murder was afoot, but that. The female murderer was no female at all. In all actuality, this is a biological male, so born man, right? And uh, it would fit the description if you ask me, seeing how this is a double homicide. You guys go ahead and check out the statistics on how many females are committing double homicides. It's low. Real low. Like the energy of our president right now. So... What I want you guys to envision actually is a very thin young man with long hair. Um, from what I saw, no plastic surgery. You know what I mean? Not uh, passable, as they say. And, you know, they didn't give too many details, but from the way it sounds, right? Oh, by the way, the boyfriend is a girl, biological female. Uh, she used to be a girl in her. Her sister still called her by her female name, and she definitely has the chromosomes of a female, a vagina, and a womb. But it's so interesting, ladies and gentlemen, because when this story first broke, and I'm reading through it, I see female, female, female. But the murderer, the female, was on the run. So we were all supposed to be looking out for this individual. And if you ask me, the media almost seems like they were a participant in the hiding of this assailant. We're talking about life and death in this situation, all right? We're not talking about, um, you know, what we're going to call someone if they win prom queen, you know? This is someone who took the lives of other individuals and who is armed and dangerous. I think that it should be at minimum stated that to be on the lookout for a biological male, she is beautiful. End it like that or something. You know what I mean? Uh, we are looking for the perp who is biologically male, but what a gorgeous gal. You know what I mean? Why are you going to just completely jump over that when we're looking for a stone cold killer here, boys? We're looking for you know, a life ender. 
but I find it actually interesting because the reason that they did that is because they don't want to ruffle any feathers. They don't want they don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable, you know, misgendered this or that. But when we're talking about a life or death situation, you know what I mean? If Ahmed just blew up the Capitol building, right? But Ahmed on Facebook goes by Ahmadi. You understand what I'm saying? And and considers himself all woman, but he's on the run and we got a terrorist out there. I don't think that we're going to be saying Akmadi, the beautiful young woman, has just bombed the Capitol. No. We would put out the pictures and the mental picture of what it takes to catch the perp. It almost shows you that... uh. Catching the perp must have not have been that important, you know what I mean? And honestly, if you guys want to know what happened at the end of the story, the perp caught themselves at the end of one of them pistols, blew their own brains out in the woods. Now, this is just something that I assume because the article just stated that the body was found in the woods, right? It almost alluded to like there was another murder, but I'd. I, I think that is way less likely. Nothing was stolen. What is the motivation, you know? Um, either way, I think the whole scenario could make a good good make a, a good movie, a little movie. Now, I don't go to the movies much anymore, so I could be completely wrong. But I think that it could make a nice little movie, a little uh, maybe even just a short movie, maybe a YouTube production movie. I don't know, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, why don't you go ahead and leave it in the comments? So if I look at my analytics personally, friends, family, all of you, my comments are lacking. And I appreciate the views. And I appreciate the subscriptions. Truly understand that I do. Listen, my babies, my savages, I, I am only here because of you and I appreciate you. All right? Now, in order to increase... The gaming of the system allowing me to keep moving on up. I want you guys to go ahead and leave it in the comments. Go ahead and write it down there right below. You know what I'm saying? Leave it in the comments. Tell me what you all think. All right. So I was going to segue that little piece of information right into another topic that is close to the same topic. What's y'all's opinion on... Dominican and Irish getting down. Teens going trans. All right. Now I know this is a hot topic button, and that's why I'm pushing it. Seems to be, at least from my anecdotal experience, it is a hot topic for teenage kids right now to change their gender. And I'm talking about non-binary. I'm talking about uh, taking hormone blockers at five years old, six years old, 12 years old. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? I'm talking about... Uh, by the time these kids are turning 18, dude, they really looking like what they looking like. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These gals, <laughs> these trans gals coming out looking like gals. You know what I mean? But I guess the, the question is, is this 
is this a positive or a negative for the child, right? Now, I don't know about you guys. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but back when I was younger, I was babysitted, right? I had a babysitter, and there was a young girl there that I used to play with all the time. Her name was Chloe, right? Same age, we'd play around, and I specifically remember there was an instance, right, where she grabbed her mother's green heels and her mother's green dress, and during the time when me and her were playing a game that we called Lion, I think it was Lions in the Wardrobe, or something. We would watch this movie about a lion in a wardrobe and then we pretend. Anywho, somehow I ended up in the heels. I ended up in the dress. And listen to me, even at that tender young age, I think I was about seven years old. I was a bad. Okay. I'm going to have to uh, edit those two B words. But, um, the whole point of that was, uh, explaining that is if, if my mother or even her mother, right? Or the parents of today were the parents of then. When they saw me in that dress, when they saw me working that stage with them pumps on, dude, with them, with them green high heel skis, red bottoms, boots with the first ski, they might have automatically just assumed, you know, that I, maybe I'm a trans boy. Or that I was going to be a trans girl and that, you know, maybe we should take him to the doctor to get a psychological analysis. Maybe we need to put him on puberty blockers. Who knows what needs to happen, but we need to make sure that it's socially correct with the new wave. And we want him to feel special, protected and everything else. So let's say that would have happened in my life, guys. I, I would probably be a bad now to be honest with you if i was if i was a 30 year old trans woman that has been taking puberty blockers since i was seven years old ladies and gentlemen i got a badonk on me right now dog oh man oh man i got this donk on me so what do you think i would i would have been a bitch boy oh i would have been a bad i would have been a i would have been a cardi <laughs> Gotta be, <laughs> you know, um, you know, just joking, guys. In reality, though, it probably would have destroyed my life because I grew up to just be a normal cis male. You know, uh, I didn't want to be a girl. I don't. And even at that time, thinking back, uh, I, I wasn't thinking I was a girl. I was pretending uh, I was playing the part. You know what I mean? You know. In all actuality, I wish someone was watching back then because maybe they would have been like, well, this kid's got talent, right? This kid's got mad freaking talent, and we really need to get him in front of a camera on a stage. This kid is a, is a God-given freaking thespian. You know what I mean? Probably teach him the King's English right now. This is probably what should have happened, but I'm still very grateful that, you know, nobody pressured me to chop my dick off or take you know puberty blockers or hormones or any stupid crap like that because I was just playing dress up like a lot of these kids probably do and uh, I'm pretty sure that even the scientific statistics point to that little boys that become trans probably would have just grew up to be gay you know what I mean which is something that happens in the bedroom 
That's not something that we got to deal with in the bathroom and uh, all the other types of social friction that comes from the trans. And just so you know, everything I said is true, but I still appreciate giving the kids the drugs young because of the product it produces in the end. And sometimes... Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes in this world, even though you can truthfully break it down and let people know that it's still not good for the kids, sometimes you can still appreciate the work. You know, you can appreciate the work. We appreciate the work, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So the next thing that we're going to move on to is the war, war. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. War. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. All right. So wonderful song. Not 100% accurate. So we utilize war usually for the production of profits for the military industrial complex. Um, It is a... Picture it like a conglomerate company that makes billions of dollars every time your sons and daughters go pew, 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 at brownies, you know, pew, 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 at brown people. Um, so let's break into that real quick. And I want to break into the ones that I think get skipped over that I think should be at least touched on. And listen, guys, I'm no political pundit. I, I, I'm no, I'm no uh, jack of all political trades. I'm nothing like that. I'm just a guy that reads a little bit. And I think that, you know, since I got a little bit of a voice now or whatever on YouTube, I'm going to bring up some of the stuff that I think is. What have you, what have you learned since that time? Like what's going on in the world? Yeah, what's going on? I learned that Amber Turd is a freak. I would marry that hoe. Even oh, though she not shit. What? That's Bro, how you feel? What other chick you know? Again, okay. back to last episode, that on the bed. Ain't never heard no shit like that. And she doing on the stand right next to the judge. Yeah. And, and she's sitting there just bull-faced lying, changing her fucking emotion every 22 seconds. You know she can suck the shit. You suck the soul out that motherfucker. That's important. So... Number one, I want to bring up is Yemen, huh? Yemen, you guys are thinking, Yemen, Yaman, like Jamaica, Yaman. Hey, what you doing over there with that jock check on? Yaman. <laughs> no, but for real, what I'm talking about is Yemen. So Yemen is a, uh, I think it's in the Middle East. Don't quote me. But what I do know is that it is an enemy of the Saudi Arabia, uh, Saudi Arabians. Not the people, but the government. So the Saudi Arabian government has been conducting military drone strikes on Yemen for a long time now. And we are talking upwards into 500,000 bodies in Yemen alone from famines, drone strikes, and just the, the outright genocide put onto that area. And the people who are providing that genocide is yours truly, USA, 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 USA. Whoa, we the best. We provide um, military aid to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia provides for the dollar to stay connected to the petrochemical gasolina. 
as a mass producer of gasoline. That is where they hold their power. And we as America have decided collectively to have no gold standard behind our dollar. So our dollar is only propped up on the promise that we're going to innovate and make cool stuff. And because of that, we got to stay close with the Saudis. You know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? We got to stay like this with the Saudis. <laughs> and uh, in turn, they have to destroy the country of Yemen. And you guys should do your own research if you don't believe me that the American government is aiding and embedding in the genocide in Yemen. All right. So the next one we're going to move on to is an old one. This one goes all the way back to the Hillary Dillery days. So we used to have this guy. And he was a he was a pretty big guy <laughs> in his town, uh, in his country, in Africa, actually. Uh, Gaddafi. Right. So at one point. Libya was known as the most profitable nation in Africa. And by one point, ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying like. Back when we was in high school, you feel me? Not that long ago. Uh, Gaddafi ran that country. They say with an iron fist. Um, I think there was a lot of procuring of young women and rape and a whole bunch of nasty stuff. Although, I'm not going to lie to you. I've noticed a trend. <laughs> Every single country that we go into war with, when I read about their leader, either their son or them was just raping and pillaging women. All I'm saying is every single one, same story, but whatever. Anyways, Gaddafi, he did run the nation, obviously, very well. It was the rich, richest nation in Africa. And I also know that like it was of the, I don't know if this is the correct term, but, or yeah, socialist society. A lot of times for his own people, he would buy homes for them. There was free education for them. Um, women were freely allowed to learn there. Um, you know, this this is kind of a real nice place to be if you're in Africa. You know what I mean? And y'all got to check out their ladies because they got they got skin like Chaldean girls, but booties like black girls. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, man. Them Libya girls is fine. So what happens is we say that he is conducting terrorism, right? And that we need to overthrow the government. So what we do is we start putting insurgents into Africa. And what happens is that it destabilizes his whole nation. And he was actually murdered on film, right? On film by his own citizens out in the street, uh, viciously stabbed in his asshole many, many times by a long knife and then uh, strung up onto a car very much similar to the way that they killed Omar's boyfriend in the first season of The Wire and then left him on top of the car like a strung up deer. Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure Hillary's words, don't quote me, but you can quote me, was, we came... We saw he died. <laughs> yeah, so this is just a few of the things that, you know, we do in America and how we conduct ourselves in this Americano. Uh, uh, Americano. 
And now I wanted to get to the most latest one, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Ukraine. Right? Ukraine is a hot button, man. I swear to God, right now, you can't even say Ukraine. You can't even ask about anything to do with Ukraine unless it's Ukraine win, Russia lose. We want Ukraine win, Russia lose. So what I'm going to do to you guys is I'm going to explain this scenario from the human side. And then I'm going to explain you from the military strategy side. So from the human side, of course, for Ukraine, you know, he invaded Ukraine. And I think that uh, the official body count is up to 20,000 Ukrainian civilians have now died. Obviously, they always inflate the numbers. So maybe more like 10, maybe more like five. Who knows? One is too many for a conflict of such of such silly natures. So what you guys what we're really looking at right here is uh, Putin was pushed into this corner and it was the American government that did it. So that's why I was saying it's really on us. So what we did is by proxy, we made Ukraine basically a part of NATO and the way NATO works. Right. Because Poland, I'll give you an example. Poland, part of NATO. If Russia were to put one rocket ship, one bullet, one foot onto Poland, it would be in America considered the same thing as him sending a rocket ship, putting one bullet or one foot into Manhattan. That's the way NATO works, right? It is a conglomerate that swallows other countries into the protection of the American shield, baby. America. All right. Now, what Putin made very clear was that if America puts into NATO, the Ukraine then I will attack Ukraine as a stronghold to hold a part of the Soviet Union. Right? So, basically, my boy says, hey, man, if you guys come in here and indoctrinate my peoples into NATO, right, right next door, I'm taking it back. I'm taking it, and it's mine, all right? And honestly, I don't really like how much cash you guys are making off my oil. As the second largest, or I think the third largest producer of fossil fuels on earth, why does America own a huge stake in that pipeline that runs straight through Ukraine? I'll tell you why, ladies and gentlemen, because America is daddy. America is world's daddy, baby. That's why, son. You want to you wanna make a buck on our planet? You want to make a buck on U.S. planet? Then you're going to put a dollar in the U.S. pot. You feel me? Russia. No, I'm kidding. But that is how we operate around this planet. It's disgusting. It's filthy. But basically picture it like that, guys. So you're Vladimir Putin and America has now just basically by proxy brought the country that you said, don't touch this country. Don't touch this country into American. 
making it a part of America, making it a part of NATO, you would flip out. And I'll show you how you'd flip out. Picture it like this. What if Mexico, the government, was overthrown by Russia, or let's say they agreed upon it, call it whatever you want, and the Russian government was now just installed in Mexico. They are now a socialist uh, state, and they are tied, and Putin is their leader. America would flip a nut, dude. We would flip a nut, dude. There's no way that we would be okay with that, all right? And that's just what I really wanted you guys to understand about the whole scenario. It's not as uh, it's not as cut and dry as you think. I don't think any Ukrainian citizen deserves to die, for sure. I also don't blame Vladimir Putin on a military strategy playing field doing what he did, especially the fact that Many parts of Ukraine, the citizens have already voted to be a part of Russia. They want to be Russia. They are Russians uh, by like whatever you call it. They consider themselves Russians. You know what I mean? So that's all, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's all. Next one. Wanted to bring up to y'all. Big Meech, son, Lil Meech, arrested. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, in Florida, Lil Meech has been arrested for fraud. (coughs) I am pretty positive it said federal fraud. And he is facing up to 60 years in federal prison. It's a sad state of affairs, ladies and gentlemen, like father, like son, huh? Now. This was what I saw earlier today. Also wanted to bring up Big Meech be rolling with the right peeps because exactly $1.4 million cash money was dropped on the young man. And he is already out of jail, ladies and gentlemen. He's already out. Somebody already got him out. The man's free. Little Meech. Ah, ah, Little Meech, baby. Oh, man. Oh. And just like that, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. So we are going to round out this episode with the last story of the day, which is a shooting that happened in Buffalo. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, an 18-year-old Caucasian radicalized white supremacist went into a grocery store and brutally murdered 10 African-Americans in a black community driving three hours in order to do so. Not only did he do this malice act, ladies and gentlemen, but what he did with it was live stream on Twitch. Some of you may know the platform. Some of you may not. If you do catch me on Twitch, baby, you know what I'm saying? So this was done because of his white supremacist beliefs that he proclaimed that he learned on 4chan. Pretty wild, pretty radical. And an interesting side note that I noticed, his best friend 
dating a black girl and he was just at his best friend's home that day before the shooting. So, you know, the whole thing is quite interesting, you know. It makes me uh it makes me want to see that 180-page manifesto that homeboy left. You know, I looked all over Twitter, which is where I think that he put it, and I could not find it. And these are the things that I just, I cannot stand about the censoring of the internet. Why are you hiding information, good or bad? Let it go, baby. I'm obviously no white supremacist, and I have massive interest in reading the manifesto. Well, that's going to wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me at the Randy Savagery Show. I want you to remember to like and subscribe to the channel. Next time, baby.